Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. With Richard Marsland on the buttons. Yes, we know. And today, oh, the weekend's almost here. The girl's happy. She will be. Romance is in the air. And that's why we'll be busting out those surefire seduction tips. Who will be victorious in our new contest, Tony versus Richard? The Get This Archaeological Dig continues. I've uncovered our interview with uh, my own dog. Don't know mm. how we scored that one. And Ed's <laughs> shambolic European tour recalls. How dare you? The man with 67 kids speaks to us. Great moments from the Ross Noble files and a newsreel from the the future. Who's a hard act to follow? Proof that all serial killers really need is a jaunty theme song. Why you shouldn't eat ice cream out of a mug. And joining us in the second hour, legendary rock photographer, now film director, Anton Corbin. People want Dutch. Yes, he is Dutch and people do want him. He'll be here and we'll be ranking the best and worst album covers of all time. Listen up, Tony, if you want to take a chance to just get yourself on the floor and do the new kids dance. I know, and it's all coming up on what's left of Get This. It's not negative, it's not dirty, it's not personal, it's true. Oh, yes, turning Japanese, that's the vapors here. Get this around the nation. Still broadcasting uh, on Triple M for the next five weeks. Uh, Who's here? Well, it's myself, Tony Martin, the 119th sexiest New Zealander of 1983. That's very interesting. Very, very interesting indeed. Right, uh, we've got Ed Cavalli, who loves both Hillary and Hayley Duff. He seems to want to have it both ways. You see, he's got two bob each way. You betcha. There's a double standard. Well, it's You're not... walking both sides of the street. Yeah. yeah, there's a double something there, John. I don't know if it's a standard I'm after. <laughs> Pushing the buttons, Richard Marsden, who likes to... Pull out prematurely. That's been said. Ooh. That's been said many times. Ooh. It's the show that's pulling out wow. prematurely at the end of the year. Uh, I just can't say enough <laughs> nice things about the listeners who are emailing in. I am... Uh, like uh, Richard Pratt, the cardboard billionaire who lives in a mansion entirely made of cardboard. Mm. I am fashioning a house from the emails we've been sent. And they're double-sided as well. It's a massive house. It's Lovely. Huge. It's amazing. And the petition. What are they saying, Tone? Well, the petition on the internet at Petition Spot, that's already up to uh, two and a half thousand almost, I think. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's amazing. Stephen Segal has Oh, added really? That's good news. Added his name to the petition. Yeah, very nice. It's just posted an hour ago. Hi, I'm Stephen. Without get this, how the hell will I know what I've been up to? True. I won't know how bad my films suck, and I certainly won't know how the FBI managed to ruin my career. Only 17 movies in the last year. I was hoping for 18. Mm -hmm. I might have to hide in the shadows around Triple M. (laughs) Wearing a figure-flattering all-black outfit, obscured in shadow, only a fat face visible to deliver a few roundhouse kicks to whoever. <laughs> then give them a long-winded moral speech about respect for the environment or something. See, that's Not one bad. of two and a half thousand comments that and have if, been posted. If that man is on board, I mean, Dom DeLuise, he'll be behind us soon. Paulie Shaw can't be far behind. Oh, all the actors we've been championing, the Goot Steve Gutenberg. Oh, look, this is... Heavyweights. I was uh, checking it out last night, and I think we're the third most popular... Petition on that site. Are we really? It's got thousands of petitions. I think just above us is the Buffy musical episode. (laughs) Turn that into a movie. And also bring the resort back to Channel 10, strangely. Of course. (laughs) So... Uh, not just... I started both of those that are ahead of us. <laughs> but you did. Look, we've had so much stuff sent in, so many requests for things from the past. I couldn't even remember doing this. Uh, who wanted this one? Evan. 
Uh, there's never been a better time. That's right. I do claim that I invented that phrase when I used to write radio commercials really? back in the eighties. There's never been a better time to dot dot dot. Right. You just put that phrase in front of anything, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a sensible thing to do. Mm. Here's proof. There's never been a better time to dishonour a chick to a needy cause. To put the bins out in the nutty. To offer a spiked drink to a passing triathlete. There's never been a better time to let one go in the presence of royalty. To gape in wonder at a fat man's buttocks. To harbour an unwarranted grudge against a small child. To make a plaster cast of your own genitalia and post it to Peter Costello's electoral office. There's never been a better time to apply for a bank loan in an unconvincing brogue. To arse around with fireworks in a presbytery. Believe an elderly relative in a remote location with a locked mobile phone. To purchase a brown three-piece corduroy suit and get around town looking like a poof. Try and get out of jury duty by pleading erectile dysfunction. There's never been a better time to teach your to evacuate itself every time it hears Summer of 69 by Brian Adams. To attend a public reading by Peter Carey and request one of his earlier funnier stories. To negotiate a workplace agreement that guarantees you three orgasms by lunchtime. To disorient your postman by rearranging all the numbers in your street into a non-consecutive sequence. To go to your video shop and read every copy of the last Olsen Twins movie with your pants around your ankles. To talk to your GP about what you can do to f*** him right up. To broadcast a radio program from a haunted studio. There's never been a better time to pay millions of dollars in bribe money to a Middle Eastern dictator. To join a lengthy queue at an ATM wearing a balaclava and carrying a shotgun. To steal a Mr. Whippy van and lead the police on a harrowing, if hilarious, chase. To fart in a bath and call it a podcast. To reenact the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony inside your pants. To rear-end a booze bus and stagger from the wreckage shouting, me so horny. To stand in a freezing supermarket car park reading bullshit into a tape recorder. That is the radio version. I remember when we put that on the podcast, we couldn't get the rights to the Brian Adams song. Yeah. So you came up with the answer. You crashed an ambulance and ran around singing so Be So Horny. I did. It's the first <laughs> thing I ever recorded with Matt. And the best thing yet. I think that's the version that someone's put up on YouTube, actually. Oh, right. Okay. Of that sketch. Mm. Uh, yeah, talking to a tape recorder. That was something where I went to a supermarket with all those lines written down and thought I'd get real people to say them. <laughs> And people, it was just a series of people going, I'm not going to say I'm going to gape and wonder at a fat man's buttocks. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it right now, but it's for my own enjoyment. So I was just walking around the car park trying to think of as many different voices <laughs> as I can. Uh, and I think Ed said the line about the fat man's buttocks. Uh, I may have. As he's uh, want to do. to do. Go to the Get This website if there's anything you want to hear us uh, drag out from the archives. Tone. Yeah. Do you like sizzle? I love sizzle. Do you like dangle? I love dangle. Do you like... Carrot wave. I love a carrot wave and a bit of cut through. We'll cop this, because up next we're playing Richard versus Tony. Oh, I get this on Triple M. 
That's Thirsty Mert the hard way here to get this around the nation. Uh, Ed's new segment, Tony versus Richard, mm. is uh, still gearing up. Richard wants to get into shape before the segment. How's your colonic irrigation going, Rich? Oh, Tony, oh, Rich, come on, get it out. You can't put a price on health. Aim for the bucket. Get that out there. Aim for the bucket. <laughs> Oh, the everywhere. No water restrictions down there. Whoa. Okay, people are going to miss this in the afternoon, are they? <laughs> Thanks to everyone sending in emails. Can I read one out from Travis Butler? Yeah, yeah oh, yes. I'm going to have to do the voice, though, to read it out. That'll do nicely. This is word for word from one of our listeners. 100 years from now, mm. I dream that a father and son will catch a mighty big snapper in Port Phillip Bay. And perhaps, just perhaps... They might remember the funny kids from Passiona High who kicked ass but were let go. They might also remember that same team standing up to the thugs in the scallop industry who thought their standover tax would work again. They didn't. Last week, that team was in Cambridge. Two hours out of London, a bloke came up and said they needed a new breakfast show. He gave the Get This Team a card. The address... The Netherlands. This is dizzy stuff, folks. R.I.P. Get this. <laughs> That's from Travis Butler. Mm. Beautiful. The Netherlands. Do you think we could do a show in the Netherlands? Well, it looks like there's uh, something rotten in the state of the Netherlands. Oh, remember oh. that bloke? He's been contributing. He is good. <laughs> nice button pushing, Rich, even though you're still giving yourself an irrigate. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? I need a bigger bucket. Well, fire uh, down below. <laughs> <laughs> so many people are wanting to hear a bit of Ross Noble. Well, why not? Hasn't he been our favourite co-host? One of many favourite co-hosts. I love Ross. They're all our favourites. Brilliant. Uh, Have you got something there? Ross Noble has joined us. You know Reg Varney? Do you know Reg Varney? On the buses. On the buses. You know he was the first person in Britain to use an ATM. (laughs) (laughs) Honest. And how was that confirmed? Was there a ceremony? There was a thing about the first (laughs) ATM to ever be put in... Was like in Slough or somewhere like yeah. that, and they test market. Yeah, they put it in, and uh, sure enough, local celebrity Reg Varney. They went, "There's your card. You can be the first person." And others were clamouring, and they've gone exactly. a clear path. Yeah. Olive, the bloke that played Blakey, <laughs> was Blakey know? there going, "Hang on a second, oh, brother, that transaction was due out five minutes ago." <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the great thing about Blake is you can fit him into any. He just it's, works anywhere. You know, that's kind of. Uh, I was thinking about uh, getting up to a bit of nonsense there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we know nonsense, liar. <laughs> nonsense was due out five minutes ago. <laughs> and you see him in other things. Like, you'll see the guy who was Blakey yeah. you know, on the buses. Desperately trying to. And he'll be in Shakespeare or something. Yeah. And you're just writing for. <laughs> 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 I knew him well. That's for you. Let's go with your headphones, I like the other fella. You know the one with the hat that sort of turned down. Bob and, Grant. Yeah, and all he ever said was, "Come on, Stan, only a couple of birds." Oh, hang on, no, he'd said one other thing. He was always going, "Quaw," and he was like, he could put more. If you wrote down him saying "quaw," there would yeah. be about seventy R's at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, like Sid James from the Carry On film yeah. could just say anything, and it would sound like he was going. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, have you heard Frankie Howard's? Um, this is what you should be playing on Triple M. This is the you'll never guess what we'll play next. Uh, yeah. See, that would yeah. really. Make yeah, those ads. Wow. Um, Frankie, how well, there was a song. I got a, a carry 
on CD. <laughs> it was like CD. The, the people from the Carry On films singing the novelty records that they released. Right. And Frankie Howard, you know how he was in Up Pompeii? Yeah, but was he in the Carry Ons though? Yeah, he crossover. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did too. He was in uh, Carry On Doctor. Oh, right. And, uh, did he go up the Khyber? Uh, I think he was uh, up the jungle. Up the jungle. Yeah, of it was jungle and Doctor. Right. And um, yeah, because he's the bloke that uh, busts his arse in Doctor. He's lying <laughs> and he's wearing the saucy pants. You know? But when he was in Up Pompeii, he released this song and I was listening to it. And fair enough, I was on painkillers because I'd broken me off. But it was just going, Up Pompeii, Up Pompeii. I can never seem to get it up, Pompeii. <laughs> There's no decorum in the form. Oh, no. <laughs> and at some point they've gone, that it's needs to be remastered on CD. Exactly. <laughs> that the needs thing. an upgrade. Yeah. And what was Kenneth Williams singing? Did it have a lot of... Uh, he, um, <laughs> he was doing Mad Dogs and Englishmen. Mad Dogs and Englishmen. But no, Frankie Howard did another one as well, which was Up Je Tem. You know Je Tem? It's June Whitfield and she's going... Dun, 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 dun. Ah, it's just Frankie Howard going, Oh, no. Give over. I've, I've got some blank golf in the morning. <laughs> oh, not with my back. Oh, give over. <laughs> anyway, so now we've got that cleared up. Is that an yeah. unusual Have fact? you got any Frankie Howard on the system? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Something coming so up. you would guess what we'll play next. Because <laughs> see, when they go, you never know what we'll play next, and then you hear Africa by Toto. <laughs> you go, well, could have probably yeah, guessed. Fair idea. <laughs> but Frankie Howard. Frankie Howard singing anything. We just want unusual facts. It can be something like Saturn's density, the planet Saturn, yep. is so low... The entire planet of Saturn could float on water. Is that right? It's like a giant profiterole <laughs> in space. <laughs> and you just lay it down on a lake and it just floats there. Is that where the That's fabric great. Saturn got its, because of its floaty quality? Quality. Not that spelt the same, but still makes sense. Is, but it's the same sound. Very confusing on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Somebody turned up actually wearing trousers made out of Saturn. Out of the planet. <laughs> the planet just rings around the... But if they fell into a pond, they'd be laughing. There you go. Yeah. Well, I hope we're going to contact Ross before we sign off in five weeks. Here we get this. Is in excess. Back to play Tony versus Richard. Yeah. Apparently next on Triple F. That's NXS here. Get this on Triple M. Still brought to you by the Nissan Navara, the 4x4 of the year, the Ute of the year. Can it it be stopped? Long blonde locks. That's got everyone talking. It's attacking the weekend like it attacks the workday. Certainly does. So much to recommend it. I think it's the only... 4x4 four four on the market, uh, Son's boob dent. That's what Absolutely I've Absolutely right. No trout pout <laughs> anywhere to be seen. They've been uh, so behind us all year, uh, but uh, what are we giving them in return? What about something new, Ed Cavalli? Oh, happy you could ask me that, if that was a question. There you uh, go, because brand now- <laughs> new gear. Now back to the repeats. <laughs> so we have a brand new segment today. You two are always at each other downstairs. <laughs> are we? Oh, man, it is just tooth and nail, yeah. punch and Judy down there. So we're going to settle this uh, once and for all on radio as we play Richard versus Tony. Yes, ladies! 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Copacabana Studios downstairs behind some bookshelves at Triple M as we play <laughs> Richard versus Tony. Our judges today are TV's Mike Hammond, Becky Ham Palace's Beck Hewitt, and that guy in my street with the dog that won't shut up. Fantastic. First challenge is deafness. Now, both of you have been doing radio a long time. <laughs> That's true. You claim to be deaf. We are uh, pretty deaf. Are we, are we playing for anything in particular? There are prizes. The rented Newport house turned into a cannabis factory. Five rooms, 760 plants, with a potential annual street value of more than £340,000. Oh, that's run my ready, that prize. Fantastic <laughs> prizes. First challenge, yeah. the deafness challenge. Now, I'm going to play a random piece of music chosen mm. by me, uh, and now Richard's going to turn it down. Yeah, now, whoever stops hearing it first... <laughs> <laughs> in this instance, uh, yes. is the winner, but in broader spectrum of life, probably the loser. Okay. And, we, and we play the karaoke champ, Lee Simon. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's, he's heard nothing for years. <laughs> Good luck. He was telling me about this new single from Tol Thomas Dolby called Blinded Me With Science the other day. <laughs> Let's get it started. All right. Turn it down. I can definitely hear that in my cans. I can hear it. I, I wish can, I didn't. I can still hear that. I can still, yeah, sadly, that's still cutting through. Still hearing that? Yeah, still Same hear here. that. I can still hear that. Keep going. Yeah, I can, I can still hear that. Keep going. I can still, still hear it. Yeah, still hear it. Anytime, fellas. Anytime. It's gone. They're I've, all... I've lost it. I can, oh, I can still hear a little bit. I can hear a little bit. I can hear a dang. A little bit split, just spilling through there. No, you're making it up, Richard. That's gone to Tony. Oh, well done, Tony. Oh, well, so well, I'm well, the deafest. You're the deafest, Tony. Congratulations. Good luck catching up to me, Marslin. You're a winner. You're a winner. Next, of course, we have, well, it, what's a pageant without a swimsuit contest? <laughs> Here comes Tony wearing the limited edition Hessian Sakini. <laughs> Look at those abs. You could grate a cheese grater on those abs. <laughs> Not going to, though. Beautiful work. And now here's Richard. <laughs> In a one-piece suit, he's made entirely out of Winnie Blues. Oh, and he's dropped them. <laughs> That's the wrong sound. He's dropped them. <laughs> Oh, and don't the crowd love it? There you go. That's one all, my friends. Beautiful. Oh, one okay. all. Well, there's only one way to uh, to settle this challenge, and that's by being attacked by a bear. Oh, here oh, comes no, the bear. Not a bear. Not a bear. I'm being attacked by a bear. He's Get having a... Away. This, thing, ah. this sort of thing would smell. Ah. Oh, look at that. Bear season. Don't be bold. Stop being attacked, Richard. Oh. Tony... <laughs> Tony has bored the bear to death oh. with, oh, me tattered with tales of how the ABC don't run British sitcoms the way they should. <laughs> and Tony's the winner! Oh, I'm Tony versus Richard. <laughs> Tony's our carryover champ. My prize is an ongoing loss of hearing, uh, <laughs> an injury from a bear, and a chance to bag out the ABC. And a Hessian zucchini. All right, now, we wow. did have a song we were going to play here. I don't think we want to play it because we've had so many people requesting the musical stylings of Otto Fister, oh. soccer coach of Togo. Do you want to hear a bit of yes, that? Yes, please. That'll be next on Get This. Oh, wow. That was uh, Kiss Chasey here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, brought to you by the Nissan Navara, still going out. And I've just had an email here from uh, Brent McFake name. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that in, Cecilia. That, that's a real name. And Cecilia on the phones will be getting in here on the mics at some point yes. over the next five weeks to tell us uh, what the phone... People have been saying to her. Mm -hmm. Man, she is under assault. Uh, this bloke, Brent, says uh, your petition... Well, no, we haven't set it up. No, Some wonderful uh, team of terrorists yeah. has set it up at petitionspot.com. <laughs> it's become so popular, my work had it locked out yesterday afternoon. Too many people in his work were just getting on there. Is that right? How's that? 
And there's a lot of talk about deadbeats and funky junkie. I can't read any of that out, but <laughs> good to have your support. Everyone who's emailing it, it is amazing. I'm getting no sleep. I'm glad we're repeating old sketches at the moment because I can't get to my computer to write anything because I'm just sitting here reading email oh, after no, email. Aren't they amazing? They're very good, Terrific. Tony. Uh, Gary Shaw, thank you for your uh, many f- for your novels you've been sending Very us nice. about this program. Mm. Beautiful work. But we mentioned on the show the other day, uh, Ed's, um, is the word disastrous uh, no. coverage of the World Cup last year? No, I had a great time. Uh, I ate curry first. Yeah. That's a victory. Yeah. Uh, and he kept it down. I, I didn't think disastrous was right, right at all. I was there. I saw, I saw some football time. It was an interesting period on the show last year. Uh, I've dragged some of those clips out of the file. So you want to hear it? Sure thing. <laughs> okay, hit it, Rich. Fist up. I'm at a nightclub called Duplex in the centre of Prague. I'm at a bar. It's a Chinese-Irish rock bar called White Trash. We got to watch the sunrise at this nightclub next to the Berlin Wall. It was great. And what was the nightclub? I, I knew you'd say that, and I can't remember the name. Oh, so let's just... I, I do know that club, Ed. It's called Ruthless Teutonic Efficiency. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. We're going to go and see a Tool concert on Sunday night. You mean James Blunt? I haven't heard any Blunty since I've been over here. <laughs> you are joking. Not one semi by the sea. You know? <laughs> I went to a crunk night in the Czech Republic. What's the quality of crunk like over there? As I've said to you before, the best way to clear a room any room at all. It's just to get a German rap band to start crunking. So you're still in Prague? No, we leave tomorrow morning. <laughs> Haven't you said that like every day for the last week at the end of your cross? <laughs> we went to a really good reggae night and we thought we'd stick around for an extra night. <laughs> Let um, me go still in Prague, but what, what happened to my perfect strangers intro? Didn't test well, mate. No sizzle. <laughs> oh, no traction in Adelaide, what did I tell you? We're watching Predator, dubbed into Czech. But my friend Pete has seen it 600 times, so he just he's doing the screw for us as it goes along. We went to go and swim in the drain, oh, yes. said, which is the beach in the city. Yep. And when we got there, we realised we'd made a mistake, and what it is, it's just a barge that they put sand on. Wow. I mean, that will be all over the Australian tomorrow. So we're off tomorrow because Australia's about to beat Italy tomorrow. You know that, Tone. And you're going to be there, are you? Um, the game's in... Uh, in um, uh, Kyber, Another Kyber. country. I just want to know whoever it is that, that's doing the voice and saying Fister on the on those songs. I've never heard anyone say Fister with less passion in my life. What's the village that you're living in? Possenhofen. <laughs> we expected our hostel to be kind of near like the main street, as we've been led to believe on the internet. Twenty six k's out from the city centre. That's not far. <laughs> we canoed for ten k's because we couldn't like work out distance very well, and it's a cement. Right. Table tennis table with a metal net. Right. You know, I'm good at getting prizes. I've been looking for gifts for everybody. I went to a, a flea market today. All I can say is it involves a mirror and Don Johnson. Trying to think of anything legal we could say at this point. Last week, you said people were supposed to email you with challenges. For oh, the... yeah. Yeah. What if they, has anyone come up with anything? No. I thought you were supposed to check. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I'll get to that. Okay, good. Yeah, oh, let's... someone's going to get turkey slapped. <laughs> First, uh... First, uh... 
That hurt so much, I might have to have a fisterectomy. Stop it! Stop it! I've had every possible sausage imaginable. Yeah, but that was when you were still here in Australia, Ed. you got Josh Kennedy, who looks like Chad Kruger from Nickelback, playing for Australia, versus John Turturro from Barton Fink. How about that? If we get, like, a global edition of CNN up here, the guy comes on and he's like, you know, in the World Cup last night, uh, the French have knocked out the Brazilians. Here are the scenes and the celebrations in France. And then there's a car burning, right? And some kids throwing rocks through a store while, like, a store owner pleads for them to stop. And over the top of it, the newsreader goes, a fitting celebration for a job well done. Mr. Doc Dobalina doesn't get played nearly enough as it should. He's not there? Oh, yeah, he's not answering. He's got the answering machine on. Is he? Hang on. Is he? Oh, that's Josh. You know what to do. Hello? Uh, Ed, the song's finished. <laughs> it was Genesis. We're waiting for more nuggets of information about the World Cup. Ed, several of your ex-girlfriends have called. Now that you're on the radio, they want to move in with you. <laughs> that's right. I'm talking about it on the radio, Ed. Call us. I was trying to catch up with him over there. I wanted to have a meal with him or something. <laughs> That's the best way to get him, usually. <laughs> well, actually, you, have, you might, mightn't have been to Germany, Tony. Maybe a meal in Germany is probably not the best way to catch up with somebody. <laughs> Could I have less umlauts with my gestinkel? I have eaten schnitzel that belong on the nose of the space shuttle. <laughs> okay, have you got any more important football information? Uh, oh, see, this is the problem, Tony. Ask me one question, I'm sweet. Two, and I'm in a world of trouble. <laughs> um, my life. Nothing's gonna stop. Not your fist, Oh, those heady days of 2006. Simpler times, Tone. Thank you, Matt Parkinson, Greg Fleet, and Sano Chilero for being part of that. And next up, Talkback Mountain. Time for a climb on Triple M. Thank you, Queen. Another one bites the dust. The irony police are on board today. Here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. I must just mention Podcast 140 will be going up oh, yes, tonight. No. It's got a fair bit of Billy West in it. Oh, yes. Brilliant. So stop emailing in about that. And now, obviously, as we get closer to the end of the year, a lot of people I notice on the petition, on the MySpaces, on the internet are saying, quick, the Get This podcast are going to disappear once they've gone. Start downloading now. So yeah, yeah, true, mate. it's just a mass download fest at the moment. Uh, but, of course, because we're replaying a lot of bits and pieces on the show, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like to repeat things on the mm, podcast. No. There's nothing repeated ever no. in the Get This podcast. So what would be great is if we could pad it out with some of the sketches we haven't been able to put on because of music copyright issues. Nikki is telling me the laws are changing. And there are certain things we may be able to do. So some things... Hang on, just, just those laws or, or heaps of other laws that allow us to do other stuff as well? <laughs> the laws that I've just been writing here during the song. I mean, like, is it pretty much... All right, people listening in your cars, it's do what you like. Laws have changed, do what you like. <laughs> All bets are off. Fantastic. When that further comes down, Tony's just going to be climbing over the docks like Daniel Day-Lewis in, in the name of I'm the Father. I'm a free man and I'm walk out, out of here. my way. Clear the court. Well... All I'm saying is don't give up on the Get This Podcast because yeah. I'm hoping it might even get better than ever wow. as we start to put some of that old gear in that All we've right. not been able to use in the past. All right. Maybe I'll stop talking about that. That sounds boring. A lot of people saying, I hope Fleety's <laughs> going to be in here before you sign off. He better be there on your final show, says Panda of Turak in Melbourne. 
<laughs> we'll see what we can do. He's a hard man to track down. As I understand it, he has no address. No fixed address. At the moment. No fixed address. Okay. If you just see him in the street, mm. tell him we're trying to con- get in contact yeah. with him. Which is what normally happens. Yeah. Okay. All right. Enough of that. Let's get back to business. Let's climb Talk Back Mountain. Those goats, they need a break. <laughs> Today, well, it's Friday. It's almost the weekend. That means, well, people are starting to think about sex. Oh, man. Do you think that's true? They're thinking about sex. Mm. No, I just have a feeling that a lot of people have got sex. on their minds at the moment. <laughs> and they'll be chasing ways to get some. Nope. Some. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Rich. Ow. Surefire seduction tips. One of our very first topics here on Talkback Mountain. Let's hear some. You know, you're playing some music there. I find here's a way to bag him into the boat. Ed Cavanaugh, write this down. Just need some sexy music following you about. A bit of this. Okay. If you could just get a little set of speakers on the lapel, oh, yeah. and at whatever film premiere you're showing up at over the weekend, yeah. See, anyone sounds interesting with this underneath. You sound like a car park with this blaring out of you. Though. Hi, I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> I've got series four of The Wire on DVD. Now, do you? Sure, I am married, but hey, <laughs> check out my theme music. <laughs> See? Yeah, that's pretty good, Tone. It's good, a bit of Burt Bacharach. Okay. Get a whole orchestra to follow you around if you must. How serious are you taking this, people? <laughs> Surefire seduction. T- Ed, you're not picking up Zoo magazine. That's not going to work. Sorry, trying to put that down. Uh, and pick up this. The best way to get any action seems to be to be Mr. Abu Arar, 58. Who's he? Uh, he's in Israel. He's got. Uh, he's looking after his eighth wife, thinking about his ninth, and has 67 children. I mean, wow. the man is living proof. Would he know who they all are? I'm sure he's met some of them briefly. They'd have to have little stickers introducing. Yeah. Hello there. <laughs> Uh, although it is so special. Imagine you're number 37. Uh, How special would you feel? That difficult uh, 37th child. <laughs> nothing in the books about them. So you can't hope to be his favourite. Just get into the top 20. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, sure. That would be nice. But it would. you'd have to... I reckon he'd make you work for it. Yes. Yeah, you'd yeah. roll over and, you know, rock up to him and go, Dad, may I have a hug, please? And he'd say, well, Karim, I'd like to give you a hug, but what have you done for me lately? <laughs> Abdul built me this full-scale replica of the Bismarck and only got his hair tussled. So oh, <laughs> I'd get see. cracking if I was you. Oh, those, those middle-aged children have the Jam Brady syndrome, don't they? <laughs> they ever. Aren't the yeah. listeners of Triple M going to miss references to the Bismarck on this program? I tell you what. Uh, okay, I'm saying that's a guy who's been successful. Yeah. So what was his... Well, being him. Just he, being him. Yeah, he says, there are plenty of women that want to marry me. <laughs> based on what? Well, based on the fact that I'm clearly up for it. Right, by the looks of things. He's taken. Uh, Mr. Mars and Shawfire Seduction. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know that George Clooney this week came yes. out with some news that he said that alcohol helps with the ladies. <laughs> And that's not a He's great a message. Genius. He's a genius, that Clooney. <laughs> well, we're all, we're all screwed, are we not? Where do I get some of this alcohol, uh, Richard? <laughs> if, what is this alcohol you speak of? If Clooney needs the drinks, if Clooney yeah. needs alcohol right. uh, to start... Uh, Jeez, what am I going to need? So, hang on, you're telling me that the world's suavest and most desirable man's idea of romance, mm. a tip is... Get him pissed. <laughs> That's right. right. That's well done, George. It's on the wires. Hello, I'm George Clooney. Have you ever had a West Coast cooler? <laughs> <laughs> well, those ideas are taken 
cross them off the list. Yeah. We want to hear yours, and then maybe people can deploy them for the weekend. Are you telling me there's prizes? There's prizes, to- oh. but don't do the music because they're good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> Kath and Kim Series 4 on DVD. It's out now Yes, in the stores, but it's yours today if you get through. Surefire Seduction Techniques. It's the weekend. I need action. Help me out. One triple three five three. Call now. That's Blind Melon. No rain here at Get right. This on Triple M. I don't know that we've ever had that song before on the program. Interesting trivia thing that was used in the trailer for the film Sideways. Yeah. Thank you, Richard. Great track. What? <laughs> Shannon Hoon and company. Very good. Surefire film. seduction techniques. <laughs> that is a very good film. I'm going to pay that one. Oh, yes, that's right. That's what we're talking. Oh, man. Surefire seduction <laughs> tips. Advice for the weekend. Who's got some here? Yeah. Hi, Daniel. How are you? How's it going? Excellent. Hit us with it. Okay, it's just lie. Start with the name, the job, and then when they start talking about themselves, go with it. Oh, okay. Wow. Just be lie. A, be a complete liar. You'll never be found out. So, Daniel, <laughs> let's say, uh, you know, you I was a lady and you were talking to me. What kind of lies are you throwing my way? Oh, start as I say, you're pretty. Thanks very much. These, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not wearing contacts. Thank you, Daniel. These are my eyes. Uh, what else? Oh, anything. Tell me about yourself and I'll just say that I like it too. Um, yeah. I'm into this guy called Richard, but he never calls me back because he reckons he's going to go out with yeah. Dean Guy. I, I can tell um, you're already texting somebody, are you, Daniel? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Uh, he's lost interest. Thank you very much. All right, lies. That often works. Yeah, got can me. blow up in your face, however. i got me to where I am today. Uh, Hello, sure Bra- fire. Who's got one? Hi, Brad. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I love your work, boys. Missing you already. Oh, thank good you, Brad. Idea, Brad. Uh, I've got one for you. Picture this, working in Noosa in the late 80s. Yep. And the number one line was, hi, you me hot tub. You oh. me hot tub. Bit of pigeon English in there. <laughs> like no that. room for unnecessary <laughs> verbs. Uh, it worked. I have proof. I've got the scars to prove it. Yeah. But you're suggesting, you know, late 80s, it's gone out of style. Doesn't work anymore now. Uh, well, hot tubs are now called spas, and spas could mean lots of things, so back then it was an absolute perler. Yeah, enough, so now Brad. it's me, you, broadband connection, something. Ooh, cool, blimey. It's going to get them in. Hot under the collar. Thank you, Brad. Uh, get no us. sweat. Oh, no sweat. <laughs> Except if you're in the hot tub. Take it easy. Hi there. What, Richard? Steve, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Yourself? Sorry, I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> hit us with your technique. Mate, lick your finger, mm-hmm. wipe it on your own shirt mm-hmm. and a lucky lady shirt mm-hmm. and say, how about we go home and get out of these wet clothes? No. Oh. How often has that actually worked for you? Uh, none. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know the name of the segment is Surefire Seduction Tips. Yeah, but it would work for you guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Steve. We are get, we'll give that a bash over the weekend. Oh, I'm going to give it a crack. Give that man a Kath and Kim Series 4. No worries. Finally, Evan, how are you? Afternoon, gentlemen. Oh, afternoon. How uh, surefire does it get with you? Uh, well, I, I was just thinking, just tell them that I know Richard Marsland. Well, what what, uh, <laughs> what are you hoping to achieve there? Uh, well, well, you probably pick up a nerd, but that's all right. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. I'm um, busy licking my fingers and wiping it on girls' clothes in the corner. So true. <laughs> Which can be tricky because then there's DNA evidence. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Well, I, I'd like you to try that over the weekend, Evan. Yeah, of, of course I will. I will be. And, and get can back I to just us. say, guys, me too. I'm missing you already. Oh, oh, that's kind good of on you. Thanks. We were getting amazing calls and emails from everybody. Well, good luck uh, going out there and trying to get some reflected Marsland glory. But what I love <laughs> is no matter how supportive of the show people are, there's always a dig at Rich. Isn't that the yeah, That is great. nice, actually. There's something in there. Thank you, Evan. <laughs> uh, look, that's, you know, I think that reflects well on you. And I love, you know bit of a nerd, then how did Rich manage to score this incredibly hot girlfriend? Something's up. Yeah. Something's really up. I know, like, I don't know, like, you know, in the, in the drinks, kind of, or... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, or... Yeah, you have said that before, yeah. that maybe... <laughs>
I just think every time I see her, she's like half asleep, kind of, you know, like in a daze. I just reckon something. Strapped to a gurney. <laughs> I don't know what it is about her. She's always. <laughs> She's always trying to write help and lipstick on mirrors and stuff. I want to Something's get her up. She should be in here for our final. Oh, yeah. I'm just sure keep an eye. Look into it. We'll Let's into get it. her in. Let's see if we can book her. Yeah, great. There's a challenge, Nikki Hamilton, but here's who we have booked. <laughs> yeah. One of the great photographers of our time. You might not know his name, but you have seen his photographs, people. It's Anton Corbin. Get this. A bruising affair by any standard. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. I want because I can if I don't because I want to. Yes, it's your jazz flu connection. Ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. Get this, it's the second hour brought to you by Nissan Navara around the nation. Look who's here. Anton Corbin is here. Hello. One of the great photographers Hello. of our time, film director. He's made this wonderful new movie, Control, opening next Thursday. That's all very well, Anton. I understand you've been swearing on the ABC this morning. Well, it was, it was yesterday, but they're still talking about it this morning, indeed. Yeah. You went on some show in Melbourne called The Conversation Hour. Yeah, with some some smug, arrogant... <laughs> ...threat. <laughs> That's an SAP. Yeah. Uh, and dropped the F-bomb twice. Twice on the ABC. That has to be a record. Well, I was quoting somebody, so uh, I felt it was all uh, all really in, in, in styling. In context. Mm. Uh, I am someone who, I'm old enough to remember the, uh, what would be called the glory days of the new musical express. Mm. Now, I would get it from England. It would arrive three months later because it was coming over to New <laughs> yeah. Zealand on a ship. And already, you know, people were sick of Frankie Goes to Hollywood by the time we well, got it. Ne- we've never become sick of Frankie Goes <laughs> to Hollywood, Tony. Thank you. But your name was on the corner of pretty much every great photo that used to appear for a few years. Yes, I, I was sick of it and uh, I wanted my name to be more in the centre. Oh, okay, you like that, <laughs> are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and album covers, I mean, how many album covers have you designed or at least taken photographs for? Well, it's well over 100. Well over 100. Sure. What would be perhaps the, the one that people talk about the most? The U2 stuff that you've done? I'm sure that, you know, it, it always goes hand in hand with what's popular, of course. You know, So it's... I did a lot of... Yeah, about seven Depeche Mode albums, seven U2 albums, so... They're, they're popular bands, so people know those, and R.E.M. And, and any Nick Kershaw, by any chance? Ooh. No. Nick Cave, yes. Nick oh, Cave, yes. Nick Kershaw, yes. no. <laughs> this is a great excuse. Aside from talking about this excellent new film, Control, we're going to talk about good and bad album covers in this hour of Get This... Uh, that'd be Joe Mellencamp. I'm sure it would here at Get This Lonely Old Night on Triple M around the nation. Please, a polite round of applause for an adult in the studio today. Anton Corbett is here. Thank you. Legendary photographer turned film director. Uh, album covers. We're going to talk about album covers. I'm obsessed with cover art and, and fonts and photographs and things like that. Uh, just what would be your most famous video clip that you've directed, do you think, Anton? Well, the most well-known one, I guess, is in Nirvana, Heart uh, Shape Box, because I got a big award. Yeah, that's right. Heart so, Shape uh, Box. One of my favourite ones is actually a Joy Division video I did called Atmosphere. Well, yeah, you Atmosphere, did yeah. you did the video for Atmosphere by Joy Division, and now here you are, nearly 30 years later, doing the movie about the life of them. I'm from New Zealand. Atmosphere by Joy Division, which I think only came out as a 12-inch single, was number one in the charts for three weeks. Can you imagine that? I don't even think in England that happened. No, not at all. I think that video was not even played in England. Um, but somehow over the years it, it gained this sort of 
cult status. And it's probably the most well-known video of Joy Division by now. Now, uh, Joy Division, uh, of course... I think we might even play play Love Will Tear Us Apart occasionally. I think. That comes up occasionally on Triple M. Where are they from exactly? Macclesfield, is that right? Well, Ian was living in Macclesfield, so I think it's it's Manchester and Salford. Wow, this is all you know. Players. John Cooper Clark is from Salford. We've had him on the show. John I know. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. That's why I mentioned it. I knew that. <laughs> You're well a name done. dropper. Yeah. I can tell. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, Macclesfield, and you know. I'd, this may be slightly insulting to you, but uh, another great musical talent comes from the small town of Macclesfield, and that's Mr. Methane, the man who can fart the national anthem. <laughs> Just thought I'd put that out there. Well, there you go. The, yeah, you know. but he, you know, unfortunately, he, um, he he went to the cutting room floor. That's yeah, right. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His attempt at transmission was <laughs> foolhardy at best. <laughs> it was emission. Uh, okay, he, so he took atmosphere the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now you've dropped down to our level. Uh, Anton, you've been making rock videos for years, then you suddenly get to direct your first movie. What is that like? What was it like directing actors for the first time? Well, a challenge. Uh, you know, it was a daunting prospect. You know, people like Samantha Morton and Alexander Maria Lara, who are quite seasoned actors, and um, to actually tell them what to do, it, it, that, is, um, that was a new thing for me. But they were brilliant, and uh, I, I thought in the end that that was the most rewarding experience um, of filmmaking, was actually working with actors. And, of course, the, the remaining members of, of Joy Division from New Order and the family, they're all right behind you directing this movie. Is that because you have such a history with the band, going back to those I, early clips? I think that, yeah, the photographs and, and, and that video of atmosphere, I think that was that gave everybody... I think confidence somehow in the project, you know, that maybe at least it would look good. I don't know. <laughs> now, there was, uh, I'm not sure whether I should bring this up or not, but there was a, a sort of a shorter version of this done in the film 24 Hour Party People that had a version of, but it was it was quite different from what you've managed well, to it's, do. It was very different. I mean, uh, 24 Hour Party People was a caricature of Tony Wilson's life. Yes. And uh, therefore it was very funny. But, but the, there was a bit in that, that dealt with Joy Division and Ian's suicide, and uh, that's a bit I didn't like. Um, because Ian meant a lot more to me than, than you know, some, some legs dangling off the floor. And, of course, your film was in black and white. And tell us the reason you felt you had to make it in black and white. Well, a lot of people think it's because I'm a stingy Dutchman <laughs> and because they assume that black and white is cheaper. <laughs> well, on, on the contrary, I think black and white is more expensive um, than colour, so let me reassure you there that, we, we you know, we didn't... Um, skip on, on, on the money side there but the real reason for black and white was that the collective memory of Joy Division is really in black and white every single fo- photographer that took a photograph of Joy Division did it in black and white you cannot find the colour picture it's like when you see uh, colour footage from World War 2 that's just wrong yeah. <laughs> yeah. they uncovered some colour footage recently of and the Nazi uniforms didn't play as well in no, colour, I found. The lines aren't as strong. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have to admit, I haven't seen... We've had quite a bit of drama going on here in the studios this week, Anton. I haven't managed to see your film, but both Richard and Ed yeah, have. Yeah, great. And I'm a big Joy Division fan, so it was really great to see his story. Right. I, I, you know, as sad a story as it is. Yeah. And it manages to ca- capture <clears throat> that moment in time. It's almost like... Um, because you've got John Cooper Clark and you've got um, people in there from that particular time. Um, how did you recreate um, on set the feel of what the music scene was like back then? That was not so hard, actually, because the, the few bits that were actually documented uh, in, on film were the, the, um, the gigs by some amateur you know, video makers, so you can find those on YouTube. Mm. And there is some um, performance on the BBC and Granada TV, but that's, that's about it. But, so these things you could actually copy quite accurately. And of course, the dancing movement, you know, yeah. all that was really important because it shows a very different mm. Ian Curtis than off stage. 
And the movie starts quite happily, you know, uh, as a young boy of the age of 17, and then it, it takes a bit of a turn, and then, you know, it, it becomes more, he takes more things in, and it, all, all the emotions become in, internalized. But um, we were lucky to find an actor, Sam Riley, yeah, that's that, right. that nobody ever seen before. Um, and he was the most tremendous guy you could ever uh, hope to find, and he's becoming a, a movie star at the moment. People love him. And the film opens uh, around Australia next Thursday. Uh, are you sick of being asked, Anton, how you did all the effects in the video for U2's Elevation? I, I am, and, and that's the reason why I never put my name under that video. <laughs> Bang! Because I didn't make that video. Oh. You didn't make that video. So bad research, told. guys, bad research. <laughs> I was told that you did that clip. Uh, wow. No, one. One, of one, course, one, by you one, two as well. One, famous one. Uh, clip. I did one, please, in an electrical storm. That's it. Man, alive. Yeah. yeah. There are so many I, here. I'm employable for research if you, <laughs> if you need somebody. The <laughs> art of noise. You did the art of... Man, how many clips have you done? You go right back to... Wow. Yeah, I... Japan. Well, David Sylvian. There's a name I haven't heard for years. Yes. No, I, you know, I, I, have, a, I have a past, I admit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we want to talk not just about rock videos and your movie. We want to talk about album covers, good and bad. Let's do that next on Get This. Yes, that's My Chemical Romance. Teenagers here at Get This on Triple M. Anton Corbin, director of the film Control, opening next Thursday around Australia, is with us. Not a big fan of that song, you're saying, Anton? No. <laughs> no, really? What if it well, was it done in a more musical style? Would you like it then? Yeah, if they make a song out of it, maybe. Yeah, let's have a listen to that. Now clean up your looks with all the lies and the books to make a citizen out of you. Cause they say where they're gonna keep an eye on your son so they can watch all the things you do. The drugs never work, they're gonna give you a smirk, they've got the methods to keep you clean. They're gonna rip up your heads, your aspirations to shreds and all the cog in the murder machine. All teenagers scared of living shit out of me. They can care less as long as someone will bleed. Maybe they'll leave you alone but not me. All together now. Maybe they'll leave you alone but not me. Yes, we think anything sounds better as a Cockney kneezer. That's what the original lack, somebody yelling, Bloody kids! <laughs> Just off mic. Uh, Anton, I apologise for referring to the wrong video earlier. <laughs> Oh, it, it, you know, it's, it's, there's it's so fine. many. Though. Electrical storm is what I was thinking of, not elevation. Mm. Whoever did elevation was rubbish. It's interesting that you bring up emo there, the whole emo thing. And in many ways, you could be you could be seen as somewhat responsible for the look of the early, you know, the, the post punk look with Echo and the Bunnymen and songs to learn and sing and that kind of mm. thing. Have what you, do you what do you think of the this new look <laughs> that seems to be maybe drawing? I, I, I think I've been out of the picture for a few years, really, to work on this film, so I, I can't comment on. On anything in the last few years, I, I feel I've been in a in a vacuum. <laughs> and uh, well, welcome. I, re I read the occasional newspaper. Well, welcome to our vacuum here at Get This. We want to talk about album covers. We have uh, a feature on our website, which is the Get This Album of the Week, where we mm. track down obscure Australian albums like John Law's The Mind and the Music, <laughs> uh, Ugly Dave Gray, Gray and Spicy Boom Boom, boom. boom. and of course Alan Seal's Music to Grow Plants by. You can see them all in the gallery on the website. Uh, but favourite, do you have a favourite album cover of all time? Not necessarily from your own vast gallery. Well, uh, so quickly, I mean, to tie in, but I really do love the album. It's uh, Unknown Pleasures. I think the original vinyl sleeve is... Of Unknown Pleasures by Joy Division. Yeah, it's a Peter Savile sleeve. It's basically almost totally black. 
uh, read a few white lines on it. That is a ma- that man, Peter Saville. I mean, he did all the artwork for the Factory albums. That's right. Uh, it's just amazing. Just the paper that they were the actual uh, album of the vinyl album of Closer by by Joy Division. I've still got that at home in a plastic sleeve because the paper is so. If you touch it, it leaves fingerprints on it. It's yeah, like, no, it, it, I think the, the famous story was Blue Monday, wasn't it, with uh, New Order? They, they, they printed that on <coughs> so expensively that they actually lost a couple of pennies on every copy sold, and it happened to be the the most selling 12-inch ever for Warner Brothers. So. And am I right in saying it doesn't have any writing on it anywhere? I think that's probably correct, yeah. There's, no, there's nothing that actually tells you what it is. <laughs> yeah, even, even Unknown Pleasures had nothing on the front. There's no, there was, it was just pure black, and it was a very beautiful kind of paper. But these were the days that you could love an album. You know, now you, you can't love a CD. You know. No, and of course the CD's going, and it's just that little bar on the iPod that tells you what the name of the track is. Not I much know. you can do with that. Mm. Uh, Ed, do you have a favourite album cover? I think Transformer, Lou Reed. That's oh, the, yeah, that's yeah, a pretty that's, good one. Yeah, that's a beauty. And they've changed the colour of that for the CD. I they think have, they might have yeah, tampered did, with greatness did. there. The yellow's different. Yeah, it's more mm, gold. It is more gold. Uh, do you have a worst album cover of all time? That's interesting. You notice I didn't ask Ant on that because I didn't want to... Uh, <laughs> I, don't want I think um, I think CMC Music Factory have a lot to answer for. <laughs> really? uh, yeah, the combination of massive dock boots, sort of leather pirate pants, and cogs. I would uh, never d- something I wanted to see together. I'm nominating for worst uh, that recent Hinder album cover, which is just uh, woman's oh. nogs in a t-shirt just leaning on some postcards. There we go. That's fantastic. That sounds good to me. Porky's presents. Uh, as for best album cover, is it uh, bad form to nominate one of your own? I'm standing behind Martin Malloy's poop shoot. Oh, uh, fair enough, Tone. Fair enough. Yes, years getting that. Uh, touch of crimson uh, correct <laughs> for the cover. Um, Richard, best and worst album covers? For some reason I always really love looking at the free wheel and Bob Dylan, the one where he's walking down the street oh, with a yeah, woman. that is a beauty. It's just really, you know, the fashion's still cool. And, yeah. Um, and I love that. And also, kind of an obscure one, but the Steve Martin Brothers, the album. And, uh, yes! And one side of it is Steve Martin dressed as Steve Martin would be on stage with his white suit and yes. and obviously his hair graying and and just maybe even the arrow through the head. And then you flip it on the other side and he's dressed like a, uh, like, a like one of the Allman Brothers. Like, because that's the rare fourth Steve Martin album where one side is just serious banjo music. Yeah. Oh, really? I think Joy Division did a side of banjo music. It was <laughs> never released. So, yeah, that's no, what I'm told. Did, yeah. Anton, you've had time to think do you have a worst um no i mean god there's so many bad album sleeves i don't know where where to start but um now i was thinking of of other good ones um exactly i I like sticky fingers and i like i actually like there's a mick jagger album which i really like the cover of um and the name just straight away escapes me anyway we'll come back to this it's it's um i think his first album but it was black and it was um uh like a white devilish um figure was painted on someone it. will call in with that do you have the original sticky fingers with the real zip oh absolutely i once got into trouble with a landlady for she caught that album with its fly down oh dear and it's very fruity <laughs> if you leave the <laughs> fly down on that album hopefully it wasn't standing next to the uh, velvet underground one with the banana on it. <laughs> i hope not it's a deadly combination uh we want you to call us up listeners with your best and worst album covers of all time who knows how many on the best list will belong to this man one triple three five three Minute work down under here on Triple M. Let's get this around the nation. Control is a film that's getting rave reviews around the world. It's opening in Australia, uh, all around the country next Thursday. The director of that film and a fine photographer, a man who's, well, photographed many great album covers you probably have at home. You don't even realise it's his work. Anton Corbin is here. Are you ready to meet our listeners, Anton? I'm meeting who? 
Oh, they're not coming in. Fantastic. They won't be, it's, the protest march isn't uh, happening at this point. Okie dokie. They're uh, on the line. G'day, Mark. How are you? Uh, good, mate. Yourself? Excellent. Uh, album cover, best or worst? Just for a tall, thick as a brick. Oh, thick as a brick. Is that with a newspaper headline kind of a thing on the front? Well, it had about nine pages in it. Oh, uh, yes. It opened up as a whole newspaper. That's oh. right, a gatefold. It was like a book. Well, I think the stand-up was really good. The the other album by Jethro Tull, you, you opened it up and, it, you know, it was like a children's oh, it was book. Like it was like a pop-up. Up. It popped up. Have you got that one? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm too, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Mark, do you want to nominate a worst? Have you got a worst album cover? Oh, most boring. It'd have to be Metallica, the Black Album. Great album, but... Oh, yeah. You'd think after Spinal Tap, people would uh, veer away from that idea, wouldn't you? <laughs> All right, that's a bit Mark. Worse. I must admit, the days of the book, if you ever get the uh, the vinyl album of the Ruttle soundtrack, oh, yes. that's got a, like a 60-page book in there. Fantastic. Fantastic. G'day, Ian. Ted. How you going? I'm joining the uh, the ranks of the heartbroken, actually. Oh, I love oh, Going to miss you when you're gone. Well, we'll miss you, Ian. You've been one of our big supporters up there in Brisbane. <laughs> now, talk us through your best album cover. Uh, well, I actually thought an honourable mention had to go to the uh, the Ripper series from the 70s. Oh, <laughs> Ripper series. Now, Anton probably would not have seen those uh, on his side of the world. Can you explain Richard the Ripper series? Yeah. Or maybe you'd like to do it, Ian. I, I believe it was sort of, was it a KTEL sort of compilation idea? It had a um, short shorts denim. I believe, uh, around a rather shapely pair of female buttocks and one side was mm. ripped to, mm. to shreds. And yeah. I believe they had the song titles tattooed upon her... Uh, they did. Yep. Butt cheeks in lipstick, that's right. Yeah. So we're just allowing Anton enough time to write that idea down. He wants to take that <laughs> no, back. I, I'm all for conceptual art. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, just, just to add to that, anything by Frank Zappa, I think. Oh. Could, uh, could work for a good album covers. Yeah. The Shake Your Booty album was awesome. The Shake Your Booty album and uh, the Joe's Garage mm. series. And Hot Rats, of course, one of the great album covers. Uh, let's meet someone else from another state, shall we? Hi, Xander. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? Excellent. Your favourite album cover? Oh, well, it's actually best and worst, I think, is uh, Spinal Tap, Smell the Glass. Oh, Smell the Glass. Oh, well, that was just black, wasn't it? Well, it's never actually been seen. No. Because there was a printing error that made it all black. Yeah, that's right. Couldn't be any blacker. Although it is reputed that um, the Strokes album, Is This It, is um, a, a tribute to it. Oh, okay. And that had two different covers, didn't it? Is This It? Uh, I yeah, don't it believe so. I'm not sure. No, it did. It had because the one we know here with the uh, gloved hand on the woman's ass. Yeah, yeah. That was banned in mm. uh, America, so it's just a blue sort of paisley pattern. Yeah, crazy there. American. Very true. And also, Son's the uh, New York City, City cops, cops yeah. mm. track is removed from it. Yes, we're learning today on Get <laughs> This. Thank you very much, Xander. Uh, Anton, uh, Spinal Tap. Obviously, you've made a rock movie. Uh, is there? Oh no. Well, no. I mean, in, in the loosest possible terms. It, it, the, I mean, there's a band in your film. Let's not deny that. <laughs> oh, there is, uh, there is brilliant music in my film. I, um, it's a story far about superior to anything we've heard in this program so far. I hate to tell you that, <laughs> but uh, it is not a music film. Um, it's not a music. It's film. a musical related film. But was there Possibly. anything? Was there anything that you took from Spinal Tap? Well, my movie is in black and white. Yeah, there you go. And. Um, if you turn it up to 11, it, it's even better. See, there you go. there's always some influence. You don't have to look far to find it. Who else is there? Finally, Sam, how are you? Hey, guys, going to miss you already. I think we're setting up support groups to deal with the loss. That's very kind. <laughs> Good on you, Sam. Talk us through your uh, favourite album. Our favourite album cover would be the Tool 10,000 Days cover. Oh, what's on 3D? that? Basically, what you do is half, the first half of the cover flips up and it's sort of like a pair of uh, goggles that you look through and then the other half flips up and then the whole rest of the album artwork turns out in 3D. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, that was good.
See now, when you, you know, I had to call up when you were saying, you know, uh, lost, you can't just hold a vinyl. Well, there are a couple of bands that still occasionally do something special like that for a CD. Yeah. 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 Wow, Anton, holographic photography, does that appeal to you at all? I thought 3D was a member of Massive Attack. There you well, go. Yeah. Give me two things. I think all he right. was. <laughs> Thank uh, you, everyone. Thanks to everyone Excellent who contributed selection. a good or a, a, we didn't get to the Cheech and Chong album, sadly. Well, that's, there that's you go. Half of our callers. Thanks, everyone, and thanks, Anton, for coming in today. I know you've got other uh, stupid questions to have you, uh, fired at you by other people. Uh, Control opens this Thursday. Thanks for being our guest today. My, my pleasure, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Anton. Collect your prize on the way out. Cheers. Get this. You know, you just want it to go away now. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Oh, yes. it's. Oh, I've just let the air break finish in Brisbane. There you go. Uh, it's Triple M around the nation. It's Get This uh, on its last legs. As you know, uh, brought to you by the <laughs> Nissan Navara. And weren't my interview skills and evidence with Anton Corbin. I think I've got to re-establish myself as an interviewer. Yeah. You know how I'll do that? I'll recall one of my toughest interviews ever. Oh, really? Here on the program. It was the day I, um, well, I took the tape recorder home and interviewed my dog in an effort to get an exclusive. Slow news day? I think uh, there might be reference to Cal Wilson and Tom Gleisner in this. They were part of the show on that day. Just hit that button, Rich. Testing. Have you ever rented a video? Yep, that's fine. Okay, B. Sid. You ready? Speak. Good girl. Here's a big. No, you're not going to get one every time. Okay? Got a lot to get through here. Say hello to Cal Wilson. And uh, any cats she might have. Okay, just testing. Richard Marsland's here. And uh, Tom Gleisner by in the next hour. Tom's got a dog. Very good. All right, B. Uh, what I want from you is one bark for yes, two barks for no. Lips of an Angel, one of your favourites? <coughs> All right. How do you think Caprils has been? Go- <laughs> well, there wasn't even a question. No, it was not. No, you're not having a bick. No, you're not. You can have a sausage. <laughs> do you want to do a song? Here we go. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna really, really, really wanna zing a zing. There's a bick. And a sausage. Stop thinking about that crumb under the fridge. All right, we've got to get on with the show. Uh, Ed Cavalier's not here. He's not. He's No. And if he w- we're recording this at home, you wouldn't be getting any sandwich. This doesn't make any sense. Hey, what did you think of that uh, donkey courtroom thing he did the other day? Exactly. All right, back to the studio. There you go. No other station got that interview. I think you'll find. Close. Hey, want to travel through time, guys? Yes. Yes. Let's do that next. Oh, what a load of clocks. That's Coldplay here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, winding up in five weeks. So, playing your request from the. Somebody has request. Yeah, a bit of a drum solo from here. Sorry, I just got caught up in it. (laughs) Bang, bang. People want time travel. That's what they want. They want me to play something. This is my oldest idea. I've been doing this idea on radio since 1984. Really? Newsreels from the future. Okay. I think we did one. This is odd because it's a newsreel from the future, but it's from six months ago. So (laughs) (laughs) will it make any sense at all? Let's find out. 
It's 2009 and Australia prospers under the popular stewardship of Prime Minister Galen, who was elected in a landslide following the successful introduction of SMS voting in late 2007. And public support for politicians is at an all-time high since the introduction of a new parliamentary format. It, 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 these stories are complex stories. Um, different things have happened in different cases. Accepted. Um, However, next time, it's to be clear and concise. Business confidence is through the roof following the awesome party's decision to replace cumbersome AWAs with three joints and a jug of illusions. With 2009 water restrictions currently sitting on level 12, tensions run high in the suburbs. This man was executed on his nature strip after being secretly filmed standing at the sink running a tap waiting for the water to get hot. Whilst being set alight and dragged behind a ute through a knife factory is too good for this family found harbouring a slip and slide in the biggest purge since the full flush riots last July. It's only 2009, yet somehow starlet Lindsay Lohan is celebrating her 48th birthday as the relentless partying continues to take its toll. Here she is turning up as a glamorous premiere of the new motion picture based on Paris Hilton's harrowing three-day prison term, The Horse Gang Redemption, with Philip Seymour Hoffman reprising his role as Truman Capote, sole biographer to the imprisoned socialite. I'm telling you, Paris, you've got to talk to someone. The broadband reception in here is intolerable. Audiences applaud the uplifting scene where Paris survived the humiliating mugshot photo session. Ray, can you turn to your left, please? Okay, boys, get the shot. And a terrifying strip search. It's Hey, Sarge, I think I found three more blackberries. Meanwhile, back in Australia, ratings are middling for Channel 10's new Sunday night comedy showcase, Marsland Live, which hit the airwaves, some have suggested, too soon after the mysterious disappearance of Rove McManus. McManus was last seen being bundled into the boot of a car bearing the vanity plate Ricky M, although Marsland himself provided no clues during his eccentric opening monologue, most of which he spent giggling and repeating the phrase, at last, at last it begins. Viewers were unimpressed and soon switched over to the Crime Investigation Network for the premiere of I Still Can't Stop Masturbating. Ah, uh, yes, sorry, that was an actual <laughs> special. That's not a gratuitous joke. I'm going to point that out on the CI network. And I have to say, you know, you've been feuding with Galen. Big yeah. time. But now it's, it's at the point where we're the only ones keeping the name alive. <laughs> You're right. Become his publicist. <laughs> What's he going to do when we're off the air? No, back to the dumpster. <laughs> All right. Back well, to the stable. Let's wind things back up. Back to the spaceship. Next on Get This. Oh, yes, fallout boy. Oh, dear. Not fighting fear here at Get This Around the Nation. Time to sign <laughs> off for this week. We will be back next week and the four subsequent weeks. Mm. It's not over yet. No. Uh, I must thank everyone. It's been a weird week for us, but everyone has been putting in Maddie D on the Maddie pots and pans. Cecilia out there on the phone. I've never seen her so exhausted. We've got Ed Cavalli, of course. Too much trouble. Uh, Too much much trouble. There you go. Uh, Too much trouble around here. Uh, Mr. Marsland, beautiful work. Good on you, Rich. And, of course, Nikki Hamilton. Nikki Hamilton. And a tiny version uh, of herself within her own body. I need to thank the inventor of Source, people who know long division, and cab drivers that know where stuff is. All of the knob jockeys around the network and all of the people who uh, spoke up for us at the staff meeting this morning. Well done. We appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Keep sending in the emails. Visit petitionspot.com for a bit of a laugh, if nothing else. Have we only got time for a quick key phrase? This has been requested by Ed. I didn't do anything! Don't tase me, bro! Don't tase me! I didn't do anything! Give him one. Give him another one.
everybody, and we'll be back on Monday with Stephen Curry. Oh, fantastic. And it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara with its huge pulling power, rugged good looks, long blonde locks, China Hutch and butter churn. Now it's all out in you Talent, ability and performance.